and welcome back to a new episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. This is Hannah. And this is Venture. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I just got done cleaning. I know. It looks so nice in the kitchen now. I appreciate that. We should mm-hmm. do the podcast in there. Right. It's like clean in there. Maybe <laughs> at the table. Spotless in the kitchen. But it's pretty good in here. Um, yeah, I will be the official cleaner of the kitchen now. Mm-hmm. So do me a favor. I have a proposition. You don't have to ever touch the kitchen again. If I don't have to touch the floor of the bedroom. That's fine. I'll make the bed. Like, I have no issues. Right. I just, I have a problem with cleaning the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I hate cleaning the bedroom. An above average amount. I'm cool cleaning the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'm fine you with that. You just have like an average amount of like, yeah, nobody likes to clean bedrooms, mm-hmm. obviously. I like that we have the TV in there too, because I can put something on while I clean the bedroom. So, I like it. Yeah, and for me, that's kind of a distraction. Mm-hmm. I like cleaning the kitchen an above the average amount because I can have my podcasts on and when I have a TV it distracts me because I want oh I have to watch mm-hmm. I have to watch and I get a real sense of satisfaction whenever we fin- or whenever I finish cleaning the kitchen mm-hmm. that I don't get cleaning a bedroom mm. cleaning a bedroom like oh, fuck like when's it gonna get it's gonna be dirty tomorrow cleaning the kitchen though I'm like yeah I did that like I think the kitchen and the bathroom are very similar in like the satisfaction level Cause that's an area that I feel like I want to have clean. Cause you don't want like residue, like you don't want food waste, and you also don't want like you know poop and stuff like in the bathroom, in the bedroom. That doesn't really happen. Like you don't get, you know, that's a very low possibility of having like leftover food on the floor and like poop on the floor. Yeah. So it's like cleaning the bathroom and the kitchen. I feel you get like an actual real satisfaction. The bedroom, it's like, oh, I'm just, I just picked off the clothes. I think it's kind of funny because I am an above average amount of cleanliness. Like for our, over the past six months, Mm -hmm. I've been the better roommate here, which you would obviously assume Hannah's like tidy, but Mm -hmm. you're pretty fucking shitty lately. Yeah. (laughs) But aside from that, as far as the bathroom goes, I don't need a bathroom. Mm. Like I think most guys don't really need a bathroom. When I was a kid, like in Texas, I wouldn't even use a bathroom. I would just go outside in the backyard and take a piss. Really? And then come back in. Yeah, it's literally just, baby, I just whip my dick out. What happens when you poop? Oh, yeah, then you got to use a the bathroom then. Right. But And lock the door and stuff. But <laughs> Because I think that's like my most vulnerable state is mm-hmm. when I'm pooping. Do you feel that way? Is it you? Because for me, like I don't ever, it's not that I'm insecure or embarrassed or anything like that. Like I just, it doesn't matter who it is. I want to be by myself mm-hmm. when I poop. Like I want the door locked. I want... But I'll pee in front of, like, a thousand people. It's whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll pee. Like, even if you're, like, hanging out with your friends or something like that, like, if you're at a bar or somewhere, you know, you usually, you could go in together to pee. But I would never go in with someone to poop. Yeah. Like, that's gross. Mm -hmm. Like, I would never, I wouldn't say I feel, like, vulnerable when pooping, but I'm just, like, get out. Like, and I also like being on my phone when I poop. (laughs) Or just in general when I'm on the toilet, I like being on my phone so I don't really want to talk to you. Like, I just want to be on my phone and, like, look at clothes or something mm-hmm. so yeah i don't want people there it's kind of funny at your grandma's house did they ever have magazines by the toilet or we used to have like i mean i used to or have when i grew up we used to have like before i had a phone you know before yeah, like, like that became a 2009 thing 2009 and before yeah like 10 11 maybe um we had like a few magazines like by the toilet that's gonna be so weird to try and explain that to our kids, though, mm-hmm. right? Of like, like, yeah, what like the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like magazine. Yeah. You mean that thing in the museum? Yeah. Right. Like a book? Like, what are you talking about? It's kind of funny with my work too, because obviously, a lot of like my boss and the boss's boss and stuff—they're old. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an old man and an old woman, sixty plus. 
a lot of their, not only are their references old, which is cool, like jokes and stuff are old, like they're still funny. I'm still able to understand, but just they'll be like, yeah, yeah. So if we're looking for events to do, like check the paper. I'm like, the, who the fuck is checking paper. the paper? Yeah. Like who the fuck is checking like the, the paper? Uh huh. And just, it, it, no, not like check the news, just like check the paper, right? But it's just, you can say check the news. All right, we get our news anywhere, right? But the fucking paper. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. And then obviously like my mentor too, who'd be like, oh yeah, when I first started out, we just looked in the, what is it? The, the, the yellow book. pages yeah. or yeah, the phone book. And that just doesn't exist anymore. So it's kind mm-hmm. of funny. Yeah. Weird. Technology, huh? Have you been feeling today in your recovery day? We had a big day yesterday. Yeah. We had those... probably the biggest day of the year yesterday <laughs> as far as we definitely had the biggest weekend are you okay mm. well you don't have covid you took the test and it i came don't have negative. covid but i'm still like sick yeah but the thing is like when it comes to school you know they're so anal about like attendance you gotta be here you gotta be there mm-hmm. if i was low-key hoping i had covid just mm-hmm. because then i would have an excuse like it would be excused not to come up to show up to class yeah if you're just like oh i'm sick they're gonna be like Pfft fuck you're gonna lose points um but if you have covid it's like a valid excuse mm-hmm. so you would get excused from assignments and things like that but since i don't have covid and i didn't show up to school today they're gonna be like hannah you're missing these points yeah i'm like what the fuck do you really like i'll next time i will show up acting like this i will cough in your face i will sneeze i will literally have loogies on the table I if you that's say lube no like if that's <laughs> what you want i'll do it yeah. Like, if you really want me to show up like this, I will. I see what you're saying. Help me understand you. So we're going to talk for, like, the next two minutes about this topic. I like that. Help me understand. I'm going to sound maybe big brother or dad-like. Sometimes you get annoyed by that, right? And I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just trying to understand because I've some people have had to gain confidence. Like, I've mm-hmm. literally always had it. Like, I've just never cared what people have thought about me. So you no. say, I need an excuse, right? Whereas I'll just fucking not go to class. No, why? No, what I'm saying is like, yeah. I yeah, I have no issue not going to class. Mm. But what I'm saying is that points wise, the fact that we get points for being there every single class, mm-hmm. if you're not there because of COVID, those points get excused. Meaning you either I understand still like get points even though you're not there, or they just don't count it at all. Yeah. So you're not saying you wish that the event happened. You're saying that if the event did happen, here's a positive perspective on yeah. it. I, I get you. Yeah. yeah my bad. It but was my now, because I'm just sick, it's just a cold, which is like, I'm still fucking coughing my lungs out. Mm. Um, they're not going to excuse it, meaning I, I'm, I'm going to get zeros on it, basically. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, not the fact that like, oh my God, they're going to judge me for not showing up to class. I don't give a fuck. It's my fucking education. Like, it is. Do whatever. You paid to be there. Yeah, like I don't give a fuck. But the fact that like points wise, grade wise, like things like that, mm-hmm. that's where getting a positive test comes in handy because you would still get points. I wish that right now, thanks for breaking that down, but we're going to go back to like our busy weekend. Mm-hmm. It looks right now like you had a rough weekend. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of wish we had cameras right now because you definitely wouldn't look like this if there was some sort of filming going on. Or if you did, it would be like, oh, no. You know how when you look at mug shots and they have like, here's their first arrest. And then here's their second meth arrest. And then here's their third meth arrest. And then fourth. And they have like no teeth, tattoos on the eyes. You're definitely step three right now. Hair. Yeah. We got those knots out though, right? It's just because. I probably have new knots in my hair now. <laughs> you had a wild, uh, what is it? Tuesday right now. You had a wild Monday. 
You had a wild Sunday. You had a wild Saturday. Man, of the year, probably. Definitely busiest weekend, if not the busiest Let's day for you yesterday. Let's recap the weekend. Yeah, so... Saturday, we had a football game early in the morning at 9 o'clock at Legends. Mm-hmm. Nothing to, I mean, we weren't playing or anything, but we were still there up and bright, you know, early. Yeah, we talked about that in the last episode that you and I were on with Legends. Oh, okay. So that's where we pick up from. Okay, so then, and then we had that three-hour hike. Yeah, that fucking hike turned out to be that wild. That was wild. That was a lot. Yeah, shout out to Scott. He might be, like, an episode... Maybe, you know, this week or next week or something. He'll see if he can get on his schedule. But he told us it was a hike. And, yeah, we have to really – because it's not his fault. It's not our fault. It's not your parents' fault. It's just that we need a better definition for hike. Like, it's very opinionated, the word hike, right? And, like, hike in California is so, like, watered down, I feel like. It's not really – like, if someone says, oh, I'm going on a hike in Hollywood, you're not really going on a hike but you're walking up some hills scott took us on a hike yeah that was a real that fucking... was a legit hike we we went through trails up and down rocks yeah through bushes like he was he was a, a trailblazer that was a hike right there mm-hmm. three hour long one super tired when we came back sunday um i didn't do too much i had well i had a brunch in the morning with uh, some girlfriends and then I basically did schoolwork the rest of the day. And then me and Kino and went on another hike. You guys went on another hike. Which was uh, in between like a week Hollywood and then what the fuck, the extreme shit mm-hmm. we did yesterday. So it was like a medium. Like it was manageable. It was fine. Yeah. So that was a pretty activity uh, heavy day. And then yesterday, Monday, we went on jet skis all day yep. to Catalina. Jet ski to Catalina. We did this last year and I think we figured it out. I was a lot... And I was in a lot better shape last year. Yeah, because we you it. were wrecked when we got to the island. Yeah, like I was, um, last year I was in a lot better shape. So like do, going on a jet ski, I, I didn't get as tired and as sore. Um, and also I went with you the whole ride this time. Mm-hmm. And you drove like almost 60 miles an hour, I feel like the entire time. Yeah, you drove like really, really fast. There's no speed limit out there on the water. Um, so my body took a toll um <laughs> you were so, just yelling the whole day i mean honestly the only yeah. reason i slowed down was just because i was tired of like it's like damn shut up can you be quiet <laughs> like, fuck um but so then so then now i'm why well, i was so tired yesterday especially when we go back to long beach i was like i'm so tired like my knees hurt my hips are sore my back is sore like my arms my fingers everything was just so sore but then especially, oh my God, this morning when I woke up, like I can barely walk. Like <laughs> my legs are fine. My lower half is fine. My back muscles, my back is so sore. Yeah. I've never felt this soreness in my back before, like ever in my life. I like, I can't bend down to grab things off the floor. Like I, I can't, I could not roll over in bed. Like it's really bad in my back. Yeah. So, um, and go ahead. I've had a weird, like, sickness illness in my body for like i would say like a few days maybe like closer to a week soon um just like lingering there and like i've been coughing a little bit but i think the combination of um just having a pretty busy weekend and then being on the water and having my mouth open and having salt water come down my throat the whole day no one told you to open that open your mouth the whole Um, time um my uh what about the cave swim too you had damn near a little panic attack oh my god that was so fucking scary and here's the thing though is it let's say your mom is a nurse right she's a really good nurse got decades of experience and then you go into her let's say hospital or her job right to get a vaccine Mm -hmm. 
how do you think your mom would feel if you came in there? She was giving you your vaccine, let's say, and you're like, I'm scared of needles. And you're like, oh, no, I can't. You start flipping out, right? And then the other nurses have to come. And then your mom's just like, the fuck's wrong with my kid? Like, come on now, chill out. These are That's good for you, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I felt yesterday. I was looking at you in the seaweed. And you're like, help, help. I'm like, all right, dude, come on. Now. I've been in this cave, you know, a good almost 100 times, right? Mm -hmm. Like, calm down. You're good. It's all right. Like, I've nothing's ever happened. And then you're back there just dialing and flailing well, around. it was... One, I, I'm okay with water, but I'm, like, a little worried because I'm, like, there's, like, sharks and octopus and, like, things that are going to kill me. And then there was a lot of seaweed. Like, a, I feel like a lot more than last year for sure. There was a lot yeah. of seaweed. Yeah, this season was more. On, it, like, it was the, kelp. So kelp forest yeah. is what it was. And, yeah. like, it was, like, on top of the surface. So, like, whenever you swam through it, it got on you. And then at some point, it felt like it was getting wrapped around me. Yeah. So I got very, very scared. Yeah. And then when we got into the cave, same thing. There was still like nasty seaweed. <laughs> and Why is it nasty? Here's my thing is that you, you understand it's clean, right? I know, but it's just a feeling of it. Like it's slimy and it gets wrapped around you. I would say at the beach, like, yeah, it's gross. We don't know what's in there. It could be trash in there. It's a little well, gross. Well, there's the also water. like in seaweed, um, fucking crabs and shit live in there. Yeah, but I've also been, you know, diving down there and been through them, swam no, through know, them and stuff. Like, they're for clean, me, babe. You can touch them. My experience was creepy. So and the then, fear of the unknown is kind of yeah. what it is. And then we got into the... But real quick, the shark thing. Why do you think you're valuable to a shark? Now, I'm talking about you as an individual. If I was a shark, why the fuck would I eat you? Because I'm vulnerable. Okay. You don't even look like you taste good. Because I won't fight back. You're only, you know, on the lower end of 100 pounds. Why Why would I waste my time with you instead of a big juicy seal or sea lion, right? You're not fatty. Mm. You're very petite. What? It, compared to like a walrus or a dolphin no, I mean, or a I shark? I feel like sharks would just grab anything and anything. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because he would. I don't think a shark is just going to... killers. So if you were in the water with a shark, do you think immediately... Do you think it's like Kino with a frisbee? Like if you pull a ball out, he's fucking locking yeah, on. Yeah, he'll do you kill think, me. Yeah. So is that all you think sharks do 24-7 mm -hmm. is just like find shit to kill all yeah. the time? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we got in the, <laughs> <laughs> we go got in the cave and um, I feel like the, the weight that... Uh, not tide. Oh, no, it is tide. Okay. Was very strong. Yeah. So... And it was dark and there was seaweed whole experience was kind of crazy and back to my point this was not it did not seem like a very experienced team moment right there mm -hmm. like i was looking at you as somebody who a you've been on the trip before too this isn't your first rodeo and then i tell you all the time yeah cave was fine today it was all good it's always fine i wouldn't go in if it wasn't fine mm -hmm. what no it's not like i was like oh my god it was so you horrible. were swimming so hard too. i was swimming this so isn't like make fun of out of it this wasn't make fun of hannah too i'm just saying you were doing 150 percent of effort to get like 80% of the result. No, well, because I still wanted to do the cave swim, but I wanted to get out of there fast. I'm aware. So you... me just chilling there waiting for the tide to drag me out was going to take longer than if I fought for my life and handed out. <laughs> <coughs> so I see what you did there. You made a calculation where you said, oh, okay, I have enough energy to <coughs> basically bully myself all the way through out mm -hmm. there and then I'll be like picked up and then go in there versus getting there all right mm -hmm. and i still ended up what maybe 30 seconds behind you mm -hmm. all right yep. good job 
Is that something you would do in a survival situation? Fight through it? Yeah. We're just going to talk about your swimming in general. You're already a below average swimmer. So at best, what, like, these are all things we, I, I think I'm seeing kinks in your survival armor that we need to do. We need to get your cardio up a little bit and we need to get your swimming up a little bit. And then that might like kind of pan out a little bit better. What do you think? Because hmm. why would you not work with the ocean, right? And then I was. A, another thing. Well, yeah, you just said you bullied your way out. You know what? You're right. You did good. Did you have fun? I did have fun. All right. I'm happy that we got to go out there and we had a blast. Mm-hmm. And it was a good time. Overall, A plus for the day. 10 out of 10. Very good. And But as far as you, um, do you underestimate? I think what I'm getting at is I also just kind of want a little bit of a compliment that I used to do that like every day. You and were I, riding I with- I mean, I've told you multiple times, babe. Uh-huh. I don't know why you need to like get it now, but I've told you multiple times, like- after doing the trip, I know, like, I understand why you came home when you were grumpy and sad, you know, upset. Uh huh. Because it's a lot of work. I've told you that multiple times. So, could times. you go out there again today? No. What would that be like? Because my fucking back is broken. <laughs> I can't do that. Are you crazy? Oh, I love it. I couldn't do that. Yeah, we got on the island, though. We had a great time, too. Yeah. Good round of disc golf. Um, it was pretty open. Like, it was nice that the tide went down. It seemed like it did go down mm-hmm. a little bit since just we it ate did, lunch yeah. and walked around and came back. It wasn't as high. Mm-mm. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys got to lay out, play yeah. a little bit of Smash Ball. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. So we'll make that a yearly that thing. That water is so clear and so blue. It's beautiful, It's really right? nice, yeah. Yeah. Next time, would you maybe want to go out there and swim a little bit? The water wasn't too cold for you, right? Mm-mm. Really wasn't that bad. You can get in there and swim, right? Yeah. So next year, yeah, maybe we'll... Instead of playing like disc golf or whatever, we'll hop in there and go for a little swim. We'll make sure your cardio is better. How about that? Mm-hmm. And then we'll see if there's a difference. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Good goal yeah, for the year. Yeah, I like that. But it was awesome that Agnes and Jonathan joined us. Right. I hope they had a blast. I wonder how sore they are today. They told me they were pretty tired. Yeah. Dead. They were like, we're dead. <laughs> nice. So it'll be good. Just take that recovery day. I was hoping that you were going to take a recovery day and not be like, no, I have to go to school. No, well, one, I can barely walk, so that wouldn't work. And then two, um, I really don't feel like sitting in a classroom coughing my lungs out. So Oh, that is awkward. I would rather do it at home. There's honestly no more awkward place to like sneeze or cough than when you're taking a test with like 20, 30 other people and you're just trying to hold it in and then you do the weird like... <laughs> and then like your eyes start watering because yeah. you're like, you didn't get the cough out all the way. So you're just sitting there and then you're crying. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. And all my, like, I could do it in one class because we're kind of spread out. But in two classes, we're in big, like, lecture halls. So you have the person, like, literally right next to oh, you. Oh, sucks. So, like, I would cough on Did someone. Did you say you know? some kids stunk? Ooh, yeah. Last time I was in class on Thursday, I was sitting. You know how they have, like, um, it was, like, the the end seat. And then I was on the, the one right next to the end seat. So and, I wasn't and, all the way out. And you were, you picked, like, was that kid there before you? No. So why didn't you just pick the end seat? Because I was sitting next to my friend. Gotcha. Um, how come you didn't pick the end seat and then put her in the seat that you were in? I don't know. But that's just how we sat. Okay, gotcha. And then this kid came in late and he sat on the end. So like right next to me. And I was like, there's kind of a weird smell going on. I was like, is it me? I was Immediately? Like, after a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Like that's after a little bit, that's when I felt, you know, started smelling it. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, what's going on? Like, is it my feet? I was like... <laughs> Is it me, you know? And then I was like, oh, no, it's the guy that's, like, smelling. And I was like, 
it's hard to like breathe i was like i don't like what the hell did he do that he just like not wash his clothes and just show up in like dirty clothes or what was the deal couldn't figure it out but then eventually he ended up moving don't know why but he ended up moving like in the middle of the lecture he moved to he like, probably smelt himself and then thought it was you right and this girl is funky yeah and then he moved to the other to somewhere you know another seat and then that's when the smell went away and that's when i realized i was like oh my god it's like it was him that's good that he removed himself yeah though. i was like but then he, went, he ended up sitting next to someone else i was like that's great the hell well not your problem yeah right back to the jet skiing though the last thing i wanted to say was i think that people sign up for it not knowing how aggressive it's going to be because there is kind of a bit of a catfish with the nice like i posted that reel right today where the footage from that reel does not portray how aggressive it looks like oh so nice yeah. calm like it's so nice you know but it's aggressive yeah and we're flying and it's banging there's no it's suspension or anything like mm -mm. that it's just like a fairly soft seat but not when you're all day bouncing on it so that's kind of funny like people or also in a lake the difference between lake and ocean is so much what what's something that you could equate it to the difference between uh like that the average person if you're on a lake i bet the average person could what do you think like is it jumping or something beach related that somebody could do Find i mean something. it's the difference of driving on a on a smooth road and a road with bumps oh and no, no, no potholes okay yeah i like the road one so also it could be like the difference between a back road that's residential with no other cars on it that's like the lake and then driving on a california highway mm. on, a, on like a traffic busy day right yeah i like that that's a good one good bumpy job. as hell yeah are you okay right now mm-hmm you feel like you're not giving me a lot. I think you are, though. You just don't want to kind of spar yeah, a little about bit. Spar? What do you mean? I don't know. We were just talking about roads. Oh, okay, yeah. Just throwing it out there. Just communicating. I don't know how deep roads can get. <laughs> you're right. Well, I mean, you know, you have your lanes and you have your shoulders and your potholes. <laughs> That's right. Roads can be complicated. Your stoplights. Speed bumps. Shoot. Your parking. Oh, I hate parking. Parallel parking. Parking diagonally is kind of hard. When it's not in like, a truck or what? No, um, like, if you're like the parking over by second and PCH, that parking lot right diagonal, there, second and PCH, they have like diagonal parking. Oh yeah. Just like the parking that we have right yeah, up Yeah, but here. this one is more like, this one makes more sense than those ones. Cause they're like, um, this one's like sideways kind of. Well, there's a bike lane in them, that one. So you do have more room. Yeah. Ours has a bike lane. There, but so the, a... that one, the way that it's the, that is shaped is weird because it's almost all the way straight but not really it's a very very strange one that one's so hard to park in i never park properly in that one okay yeah it's I'm never straight it's never straight so fucking weird oh yeah yeah i mean but i am okay. getting better at par is that, parallel parking. i was just gonna say is that a skill that you're trying to get better at or are you kind of just like no whatever because majority of parking isn't like that so i got you that's fine i like that um i also wanted to talk about some scheduling mm -hmm. good job today by scheduling this at one o'clock and us like yes pretty much getting it you know i think at 103 we pretty much transition into the podcast space um we've gotten very guest heavy and then we failed to assume that obviously we need to spread episodes you know with you and me so as we increase guest episodes you and i need to record more episodes which is totally fine and you know i love doing it but we also have to find time to do it 
versus we were kind of getting very lazy of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we can just do it later. You can do it later because it's kind of weird because you and I have this space that we record out of and we are just like, oh, yeah, we can do it anytime. And then we end up not. Well, that's a weird part of like we ha- we are able to do it whenever because it's right here. So it should be that we do it a lot more often, but we don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like if we actually had an office, I feel like we would go and do it more um, than what we do now. So far? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. It's just It doesn't make sense because it should be the other way around because it's a lot easier doing it here. We just set it up and literally like unwashed hair, like, you know, it looked crazy. Uh, so we should be doing it more often, but we just don't i feel oh, yeah. like it just gets too comfortable and the reason why we don't until right now is due to what you said however now that it is scheduled just like as if a guest were coming on mm-hmm. things are pretty much balanced out i think yeah so that's pretty cool i'm excited for that yeah and um i saw something kind of funny maybe last weekend or last week ice cube went to the middle east somewhere it was mm-hmm. like the emirates or somewhere like you know jordan or something to meet with some prince and he had a suit on and i've never seen ice cube in a suit so it was kind of funny looking it was like seeing you always see ice cube in like a hat and just what like dickies or shorts or something like that in a jersey but how many other people look so out of place like i don't really see another person being more out of place than ice cube in a suit (laughs) you know I feel like there are some people with that, like, you just see them in this type of clothing or you always see them in workout clothes that you just, like, you can't imagine them in anything else. It's like seeing bodybuilders in suits as well, too. Like, that's how weird it looked to me. They're like, they look like cartoon characters. it doesn't look right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. I like that. We should start watching some more of those, like, Are You Natural or Not? Like, those, uh, that guy that goes to gyms to see if, like, the girls are, like, and the guys, too. That if they're he asked them like are you natural or are you on like steroids you know yeah it's crazy how these women look I mean they get big yeah and why I don't understand it uh, I mean it becomes a mental health thing at, at a certain point because right? just because you because I mean the way they train it's not like I'm training so that if someone comes to attack me I can fight them off because you're not really training like yeah you have strength. I get that. But it's not functional. I get that. Yeah, but it's not like you're training boxing or you're training cardio. You don't do cardio. Like, well, know? here's my question. Before we do that, why are we putting such a heavy lens on big women, muscular, but not big men too? So I'll just real quick no, before we do I that. Have it's a, yeah, we I do view, both too. I mean, I don't like bodybuilding men either. I, I mm-hmm. mean, you look way too unnatural. It doesn't look, it's not nice. Like, it's not like, oh my God, you're so hot. Yeah. Because it just looks so fake. It looks so unnatural. Yeah, That's I agree. just not what a human is supposed to look like. And once you get that damn big and you can't even touch your back, you're yeah. not even athletic yeah. at that point. Okay, you're strong as fuck. Let's say you deadlift a whole lot, but you can't run up a flight of stairs. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? You can't run like a mile without getting gassed out. So that's the weird part. And then you still have the problem of like, well, the skeleton is still the same size. It's not like... Now, if you could make your fucking, that would be impressive. If you could make legit your bones bigger. make your femur twice the density that it is, like that would be, I'd be on board for that. Like, holy shit, these guys are like the Hulk, you mm-hmm. know, but still similar. The tendons, the fucking, everything else is just these muscles are so big. 
Same thing with the women. The only thing that I really fuck with is like the real strongman competitions. Mm. Like, and those guys don't even look like the bodybuilders. No, they're, they're just, fat. Like they look yeah, fat. Yeah, they're just you know? tubby fucking husky yeah. bear looking guys. Yeah. And they just haul out. Oh yeah, go pick that thousand pound log up. I'm like, all right. And I get it. Like with bodybuilding, a lot of it is just like physical looks oh. of like, oh yeah, here's a strong ass woman. And like, she looks hella strong. And I get it. Like, it's fine. Like I also work out because I, I want to change like the physical just you know the aesthetic aspect of it but it doesn't even look good yeah it doesn't even look good on them but i understand like if they think they look good i get that like part Mm -hmm. of it i'm still like that as well with my workouts but i'm also training so that when i do run up a flight of stairs i don't collapse you're not you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. a majority of it is that you still want to have the overall basis covered yeah like yeah i gotta be able to run a 5k and then do some pull-ups i would say it's like 60 40 yeah 60 is like functionality be healthy maybe 70 actually or close is like i want to be healthy and i want to be able to do those things and then the rest of it is i want a bigger butt or i want uh toned abs or i want like more muscular arms the thing is is there's on that spectrum of just bigger butt there is a limit Mm -hmm. yeah every lady has a limit of like you go do 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 and then it's like oh yeah hey that's too big now Mm -hmm. well i mean and then muscular like the glutes can only get so big for a person you know you can't and just it's like with the, with the bodybuilder women they're like only muscle yeah. like their butts don't even look nice because this is just muscle they're square as hell <laughs> super muscular that's not what i want my butt to look like yeah like i need to still have some fat on my butt and then the dudes like i said it's just no neck you can't even move yeah. like clothes don't fit right it just gets weird and then and then i also think though what comes with it is the idea that they have this kind of like a superiority complex it seems like of like small human you mm-hmm. know like no like those memes that are um when i walk into t-mobile or something and my manager and the owner don't bench press 400 mm. pounds so that means that i legally own the company yeah, or something I've like that. that that's kind of funny to where it just you're like no no actually you are pretty much just as useful as somebody who's morbidly obese because <coughs> you're just on the other end of the spectrum so it's like yeah you're so close to death too. Like those guys, the hydration level that they have, it's literally like Zero. just an inch or two away from just like cardiac arrest what or I just do. having a stroke. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, um, I, from one of my classes, I'm, we're writing about, we're doing a research paper about, she listed, I think like nine or 10 topics that we had to choose from. Mm-hmm. I chose, um, social media use in, um, uh, like with adolescents, so people that are young, like teenagers, because obviously there are issues. One of my biggest pet peeves with people that are so against social media is that they're like, so bad for kids, it's so bad for teenagers, it's bullying, it's like self-esteem, killing. So my research is going to prove that wrong. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. I like that. But I get it. Like I, there are like for sure pros and cons with social media. There are, there is that aspect of it, but I hate when people can't see the pros of it too. Like there is a lot of good things that come with social media as well. People can express themselves. They can connect with people, but you don't want to bring that up because you just want to say that, oh, everyone's bullying each other. Well, here's the cool part that I have is something really real that I learned from you is that you created your social media brand, right? You're on YouTube. Watch Hannah's vlogs if you don't. Definitely check them out. That's she's right. really good, and you know I love her, and it's great to check out. There's what gonna she's be got a jet on. ski one coming out. Yeah, tomorrow, watch the jet probably. ski one. So, and then Agnes, 
did she reach out to you? Was it a comment? Was it a DM? Was it on Instagram? Or was it a YouTube thing? Oh, yeah. Thing? She reached out to me on Instagram. Think about this. While she was in Sweden, right? So you were already here in LA doing your thing, right? Just living life. She reached out to you for some maybe assistance, help, or support. Which What was it? That's kind of what I want to hear. She was kind of, because um, she has seen my uh, college vlog. And she was thinking about uh, coming out here for a semester as like an exchange student. And... Um, she was just asking. She was like, oh, hi. Like, I saw, you know, I saw your YouTube or something like that and just wanted to see, like, how the school is, how do you sign up for classes, what classes should I take, just things like that, like college-related, basically. Um, so she just reached out, like, through my Instagram, and then we, like, got really close. And now, like, we live, like, three minutes away from each other, and we, like, hang out. Yeah, so it's that's fun. really awesome to where – um, for example, the message or the vibe that I'm getting, let's say during the trainings of the finance company that I work for is, um, you don't want to use social media. You don't want to use the internet. You, or that the fact that the internet, they act as if people don't use the internet as their first point of contact for everything that they do. Mm -hmm. You want to learn about, um, literally anything, babe. What the fuck do you do? You learn about, oh, I bet you if you're going to buy a new microwave tomorrow, what's the first thing you're going to do? Search it. Exactly. Look for what kind of microwave do I want, right? Mm -hmm. Just already off the bat, right? If you're going to buy a new puppy tomorrow, what are you going to do? Same thing. What kind of puppy do you need, right? Mm -hmm. So same thing. And just the idea that your story with Agnes honestly motivated me and I think all business owners too or just people in general too to reach out and either if it's a business or it's just like an individual brand that you have or just some shit that you want to have fun or your interests, no matter what it is. It doesn't have to be work-related. It could be fucking puppies, right? And then you really can just start either like a podcast or something like revolving around puppies mm -hmm. and you can find people within your community to network with that love pugs just as much as you do. And that's something that started as digital that actually turned into something real that eventually had Agnes not reached out, right? Or had you not put that video out, they wouldn't be having a great day with us. Probably one of the best days of the year that we have. I definitely say top five days of the year is jet skiing to Catalina. That's something that's now solid in you and I's thing that we do. We don't have a lot of things. Maybe stuff that's guaranteed is like we're probably going to Sweden around the holidays, right? That's pretty much the trend that we're going with. Um, we're jet skiing now in October to kind of close out our summer now to get because it feels like fall now october is fall september mm -hmm. is like summer in my mind what do you think and yeah. then as october hits that's where it's like all right it's time to like put, it is getting colder yeah you put know. the beach trunks away and mm -hmm. it's about time to probably put the hoodies on because it's a little brisk out so that's something that for example the when i kind of want your idea on it too to where as we sort of start putting out more content um, that's not just like joking around related that is business related and you're able to network with people that maybe are interested in what your business is because if you're just trying to do it in the ways that they were doing it in the year 2000 how effective is that right because mm. you're not even hitting people's first contact because in the meetings obviously I'm still young in my career but the meetings that I have been in so far the number one thing that I'm getting is they're like oh yeah I did see this thing on the internet right and then they're coming. So your preconceived, your little like seed that was planted was from the internet, whether it's positive or negative, 
I don't know, but a lot of financial advisors have that negativity as if it's like, oh, you got this misinformation or you got the wrong thing or everything on the internet is like cap or bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, here's my thing is if everything on the internet's bad, why the fuck aren't you putting shit out on the internet? Yeah. If you're the expert, Teach people, then. yeah, how are you going to bitch and moan about being the expert and you're not putting shit out? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you're upset when all the shit on the internet is trash. Mm-hmm all right, buddy, get to posting. Like, the fuck you want me to do? Mm-hmm. So, and it's a really cool thing because you don't, obviously, you're still in sort of like the building stages of your brand and getting stuff off the ground. And we're really proud and I hope you're confident with what you've done so far because it's amazing. But you don't have 10 million subscribers, right? And you're getting picked up off the street by everything and this and that. But with the following that you do have, it's still important mm-hmm. because the relationships that we've developed, you know, as of yesterday are still just as real. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, I think, I mean, even just with like information and stuff like that, like just looking at myself, I like the way I go on social media, I get a lot of information on social media Mm -hmm. and I get it. A lot of it is crap. Like I get it, but a lot of it is like actual valid. Like I find uh, a workout you know tips on in, on social media i find food recipes on social media i find uh, travel ideas travel ideas i find um you know different drink recipes like you find so much on social media yeah because oh. people i think people are so different and everyone is putting out their idea and it becomes a really cool mix of things so you'll you'll find some, like i'll find food recipes that I didn't even think of because we're so different, you know, everyone's so different. I would have never thought about this food idea, let's say, but someone posted it and I saw it and I'm like, oh shit, that looks really good. Let me try it. Like you get, I think you get so influenced both negatively and positively from social media, but I don't think we give the positive influence like yes that's credit. it right there yep the positive shit yeah like we don't give that credit and i i don't like that like give it credit and you know still acknowledge the negatives of bullying and misinformation i get that like nothing's perfect but we have to acknowledge and give credit to the positive aspects of social media i love social media and here's the funny part too is when the when it clicked for me just like recently was when they were like, oh, yeah, you're probably never going to reach out with people online because, Mm -hmm. you know, people online, you know, they're flaky or whatever, whatever. And then it's like, well, no, no, no. Most people under the age of 30, where the fuck do you meet your wife these days? Mm -hmm. It's online, right? And then here's the thing is if you don't initially meet them online, maybe you are one of the rare birds that goes, hi, my name's Venture. What's your name? Oh, Hannah. What do you do the second you get back to the car after you get Instagram or a name, right? Now you stalk them, right? Yeah. And then figure out like, oh, okay. Like she you stay to in try. touch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, social shit. Media. She's been jet skiing. I've been jet skiing too. Like you look, right? You act like everybody doesn't do it, but you fucking do it. And like that's something that could be normalized too is I come up to people. I'm like, oh, yeah, I looked at this thing. Or I've even made jokes too to where even like guys and girls, I'll go back like a year and be like, what's the deal with this thing? And then it's almost embarrassing for some people, but it's a joke. It's mm-hmm. like lighthearted and fun. But it's the negatives that you're talking about. It's like, well, what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say, oh, my God, they're always on this fucking phone. Well, what do you want them to do? What were you doing as a kid? Oh, we were playing outside. Okay, so you're just wasting time by a tree? Just fucking... Wait, and it's also, I, I don't think it's fair with like social media that we're just blaming social media. And can we instead like instill confidence in our children 
Yeah. Make sure that they know who they are instead of just I like, that. like fucking blaming social media for their insecurities. Because if like if you actually and I get it, it's hard. Like I I fucking grew up, you know, I'm I was insecure. I totally get it. You compare yourself. But if you actually put time and effort into trying to make your children or even just you, like if you are an adult, try to see yourself for who you are and and love yourself for who you are because then social media can't fucking change that yeah so that's what it is our parents are being lazy saying um tiktok is making you insecure or something like that but wait what are you trying to expect tiktok to make them confident Mm. how fucking retarded does that sound no it's your job to try to make your kid confident Mm -hmm. why because you're leading your child all right are you insecure probably most i would say most of america probably is the average american so guess what you got to work on you and then fucking try to get that little guy or girl on the same page. Yeah, what I just feel think? like a lot of a lot of parents or just people in general, they get very lazy with it. And, and instead of like actually solving the problem and spending time and effort, because it re- does require a lot of time and effort into you yeah. know figuring things out. Instead, they want to just be like, oh, you just can't be on your phone. Yeah, and it's not. But like that's not solving the problem. Yeah. Because like, now also this person is still going to have the thoughts in their head. Whether that phone is there or not, they're still going to be thinking about what they just saw and be like, oh my God, I'm not that skinny. I'm not that big. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have blonde hair. I don't have brown hair. I don't have curly hair. Like, they're still going to be thinking about those things, even if you've thrown the, the phone away. Yes. So, like, actually spending time and energy and effort into building that confidence. And that's not just with... uh your parenting philosophies Mm -mm. right that's your relationship with your Mm -hmm. partner that's your relationship with your own fucking parents as an adult that's your relationship with your boss with your employees with your fucking dog like with everybody that's the thing too let's take dogs you did good today but kino barks okay i don't need you on him the second you shouldn't even say anything now if he goes for more than 10 seconds hannah okay now can can we make a 10 second grace period of legit uh, what i will say though i think now now if he goes crazy i'll be like no yeah, like say you're stop. getting better um, yeah you're um, getting better before i used i would be like stop it no no barking now i'm more like what do you see it's okay like yeah. i'm a little bit more positive with it than i agree just shutting it down because last weekend let's say something to where <laughs> i keep telling you i go hey i trust his instincts it's not like if you yes baby if he's Bo, for example like a cute little wiener dog shut that motherfucker up Take his vocal cords out now. Like, that's disrespectful, but there's no reason for Bo to ever bark. Like, there's no threat. He's not going to be able to do anything, all right? Now, with Kino, as we're on a hike in the woods, Kino's looking for shit. He's looking for Hannah a lot. His, 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 um, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? His, no, not instincts. His, the thing that you do, like his, like when you work out, his routine is different when you're around Versus when I'm around versus when you're solo with him versus when I'm solo with him. The difference being I took him on a, we took him on a hike on Saturday and I took him on a hike on Sunday. Two very different hikes. I'll explain. Checking back on you a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Within, I would say every 15 to 20 meters, he goes, attendance, where's everybody at? Boom, boom, is Hannah still back there? Okay, all right, we're going to keep going, right? We turned a corner. He didn't really do that with me. Yeah, he checks in, but not to the level of... He's running around, he's doing his thing, he's going over bridges and shit, and then, you know, because he knows I'm fine, I'll call him, it's all good, we're working together. 
trash can incident, right? We're in the fucking middle of nowhere in the LA like forest, just walking around. Kino's doing his thing. And then all of a sudden, what? He's barking at something. The fuck is he barking at? I don't know. Is it a person? That could have been a person or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's some sort of an identi- unidentified object that's in front that he is now located. We didn't tell him to find it. Nothing happened. He's just feeling uncomfortable. If mm-hmm. Kino's feeling uncomfortable, what does that mean? That means something's fucking there. It's not like he's not scared of the goddamn street sweeper coming by, right? Something's there. So I like it. So I'm just saying, you're doing good. Just make that a hard in 10 seconds. If he's going more than 10 seconds, all right. Hey, man, that's a lot. We got neighbors to at least be considerate of, but 10 seconds mm-hmm. is fine, right? Yeah. So, but what I wanted to transition to was our last topic of relationships with your kids. Obviously, your kid becomes an adult, right? And then, or you become an adult. And then now, a lot of times, the kids, your parent still treats adult children within the same framework that they were treating children. That's something that's not really talked about or thought about Mm -hmm. within like the mainstream, just zeitgeist of everything. I was listening to a podcast and they had that trauma expert on. He's writing another book, I guess. He plugged his book, which was great. I don't remember the name of the guy or uh, his book, but like it's not really worth it to look up right now. But the point that he was trying to make is he wrote a book with his son. And his son, I guess, is like a really accomplished doctor or something as well. And then they were talking about like, hey, um, like, hello, my name is adult or something is the book. But like it's basically that you have to re kind of set boundaries and re learn what this relationship Mm -hmm. is when it's been the longest relationship of your life Mm -hmm. so that's kind of something that's scary for a kid and for an adult what do you think about that like how does sweden doing it i think i mean just like from my own experience they've and i think i mean you i think you parent very different in sweden compared to here so you never really have all tabs on your kid. Like you will never really keep tabs on everything they do because you want to allow them that privacy that you also want. It's I think it's a little bit more equal when it comes to the parent and the, and the child in yes. Sweden. Um, but I do think when it comes to, and this is not just Sweden, just in general with like parents, I think because they have a hard time letting go, when the kid moves out or, you know, grows up, um, they will still use that same, those same tactics and rules, whatever, from when the child was little. Talking about in Sweden? No, just in general. Oh, like, gotcha. just parents. Uh, because they have a hard time letting go of the, of the kid and they don't really want to accept it, I think. They just kind of roll with it. Um, which, I mean, ultimately kind of hurts the child because you never fully let go of your kid. Um always keeping tabs or you know just being in their business too much um but i i agree like it is a very difficult thing for both the kid and the child to kind of relearn or just readjust that relationship because it's not it's not the same relationship that you grew up with necessarily it is a different dynamic Mm -hmm. of now instead of someone telling me what to do or where to go now it's more now I need to make those decisions and that person is supposed to kind of just support or yeah. be there for guidance if needed. Here And here's the weird part. And obviously like I'm going to open up and be a little vulnerable and talk about what's going on in my life. But 
you are right. You, especially here in America or just in general, you have this role of a parent where you have to try to prepare your kid for the real world, right? To be an independent adult. And I get that. And you have to basically act as like these practice failures of what like you are the police or, you know, hey, this is mom. She's the police. She's the judge or she's the fucking teacher or she's the this and the that. Your boss, right? Because if you're doing it in my household, hopefully you can transition those skills into the real world, right? Which there's a right way to do that and there's a wrong way to do it, right? But now once that kid is out of the house, you're still continuing to try to, instead of putting the supportive hat on, you continue that, well, I have to be harder on my kid than the world is going to be because if he can survive my world, he can survive the real world. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I understand how you can get that philosophy in your head. But for like my mom, for example, you'll just take it up to today. Fuck, dude. We just had like an hour long convo last week of like, hey, I'm trying to understand what's going on here. Like, update me on what you guys are doing. I'm really happy with what you guys are doing. You know, they ended up relocating to Montana to help the community out there, right? And we were a little confused on what the goal was because yeah. we were never really kept in the loop just of it. Of so loop. we were just confused on, not because they moved, just like, well, what's the goal? Are you guys moved? Like, we didn't really know. Yeah. So you just wanted to sit down and like, just get an understanding what's of going it. on. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to disagree with it. Just like where, what's your perspective? Okay. I understand your perspective. I agree with it. I think it's a great thing that you're doing. All right. Try to, yeah. Uplift your community. Right. So now mom sends me a text. She's like, Hey, we have um, like a Buffalo hunt coming on, which is basically like they go out there. They, my understanding is that they go out there and they harvest a Buffalo. You, you know, kill it. And then basically you know, make them take the meat out of it, take the fur off of it and just like do all these other things, which is great. However, I was like, all right, that's super cool. Um, you know, that's great for you guys, right? Like maybe we'll, we'll come up or something like that, right? Like when everything is settled and she goes, um, you can basically like come up. It would be a great cultural experience and what else did she say, babe? It would be a great spiritual experience. So there's this almost underlying passive aggressiveness that's like, hey, I know more. Would you only speak to your kids like this? Or you're only a shitty boss and you speak to this. You go, you'll understand when you're older. Or like, you'll understand down the road. And it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I don't really need to hear that. Like, I don't, there's no reason for stuff like that. You know what and I mean? And it's also like the whole like spiritual stuff you're not spiritual in that way of like yeah i don't really know like how the religion and the spiritual world works with like the natives yeah i don't i'm not like too like you know i don't know a lot about that but it's basically like trying to have someone go to church and say it's going to be a good spiritual That's thing it right there. when yep. it's like well, I'm not even Christian. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even religious. Yep. So for me, it wouldn't even be spiritual at all. Yep. You know what I mean? That's it right there. I like that. Is Okay, yeah. Maybe come, for her, but not for you. Yeah, it's basically like, yeah, you can come up on a church trip, right? right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not interested in coming up on a church trip, right? Like, 
definitely have the trip, but I don't want to do part right, of it. Don't oh, cancel it or well, anything. It would be a great experience. You'll understand down the road. And the thing is, is now we have several years of like, you'll understand down the road. You'll understand down the road. And it's one of those things where, so now you're going to basically have a shitty seven years or not the the most optimal seven years in the relationship just to maybe be right, maybe on year 20 of like, Oh, let's say I do come around, right? Let's say, who knows what the fuck 20 years is going to bring. Let's just say, you know, yeah, I want to move out to Montana and I want to live in a teepee, let's say, and just simple life, right? Minimalistic. Grow your hair out. There you go. Do the whole nine yards, right? Okay, cool. You were right. Now what? Yeah. Now what? Where, where is there do we like go from here? like a sense of accomplishment yeah. of her? So end? now I'm sitting here. Yeah. is That's the right thing is like, why do you have to be the person to do that then? And also you got to throw out the fact that like you can't teach... It's all about fit. It's all about timing too. I can't teach you certain things that maybe you'll learn, for example, right? I can't force knowledge that I'm trying to put in anybody. You just can't make somebody do that. And guess what? You're probably just not the right teacher. I can't teach my mom about, let's say, physical fitness, right? If that's a journey that she's on right now, I'm not probably the most optimal guy. Somebody else maybe that can relate to her is on that. Why? Because I can't relate to somebody who maybe was fit, let their body go, right? Which is like most of America. And then now you have to make that uphill battle because I've never been in that uphill battle, right? I've been pretty much in top flight shape of 1% of the population since I was fucking 12, you know? So it's like, what do you think about this? Basically, it's there is a point where I'm sitting here trying to develop a new relationship with my mother, let's say, because my dad, he's cool. He did the fucking work. And he understands, he goes, all right, well, it was my job to teach you how to fucking pack up the back of a truck, right? Just be resourceful, let's say. And he, are you able to do that? Are you able to take care? All right, cool. Have fun. Let me know if you need anything, mm-hmm. right? That's it right there. I, like, think, I think that's the hard part with parents, that they, um, they have a hard time being in the background and just being there. If you need me, let me know. Because I feel like I feel like they always want to feel needed, or a lot of parents do. They always want to feel needed and and be needed, when a lot of people, like you and I, are pretty independent. You know what I mean? Like very rarely, and it's not because we don't feel like we, you know, we can't ask for help or yeah. you know things like that. Just like we don't really need it. Like we're doing okay. Like we're doing fine. And when we do need help, we will ask for that. And I but, like the benefits that come with being independent, right. like 100% decision-making, right. all that. Yeah. But I think a lot of parents, they they want to be there all the time and they want to feel needed so that so then they'll just constantly try to do things, kind of similar to your mom, or just like a lot of people, they just constantly try to uh, teach you things or educate and inspire and like do all these things. Instead of just letting go and being like, you know what, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And I mean, here's the weird part too, is you have, uh, let's say like Montana, you know, they went and moved onto the reservation and they're trying to just restorative justice, try to make that population of people just assist in the improvements in all areas of life. Right. Which is super cool. It's basically a third world country that's here in America that, you know, isn't talked about a lot. Right. Super important work. It's really great. The house they bought needs a lot of work, right? The weather, not the best time of the year to go up there in December. It's winter. It's cold as fuck out there, right? It's well, one of the harshest climates. When it's, and when the weather's shit 
and I'm, I'm okay with snow. I like cold weather, so, this yeah. and that, but my living conditions need to be very so good. So that's then. what we're going to talk about is you, there's all these factors that whenever I bring these factors up, it becomes a, well, that's just one little thing. Don't talk about that. And then I go, okay, well, what about uh, factor number? What about issue number two? Well, that's just a little thing. Don't bring that up. You can, you still have all, if you just look here, it's like if you have a fucked up car with three flat tires, one pumped up tire, three dented doors, one, and then all the, the rest of the paint is fucked up and it's just scratched, right? But the wheel is there. Yeah, they mm -hmm. go, well, none of the wheels are there, but that wheel has air in it, right? Mm -hmm. So look at that wheel. And then the radio is working. And then this door mm -hmm. matches the hood. So you have that and the radio works. So, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Like, but we still have to address these things. I'm accustomed to a working car, right? And then it just becomes this thing of like, uh, so I bring that up to my mom, right? And I'm like, last time we were there, the living conditions for us, hey, I, I won't even go there. And I'm definitely not going to bring my partner there. That doesn't make any sense because we had to sleep on the fucking floor last time. The first spot we stayed in was we had to share a bathroom with like seven other people, right? The bathroom had damn near no door. It was just horrible mm -hmm. like third world conditions honestly and the water was unsanitary like it just wasn't a good setup <coughs> we're up there on like a family trip to see other family the family's fucked up they're barely making an effort zero effort to come see us you know and they do live anything like that. and they live in the small town of population couple thousand at best right so it's one of those things of now it's I go, hard finding the purpose of going yes now i go okay i have no issue I, I, we can say it's far, which it is far. It's a day's travel. We got to fly, you know, to the top of the country from LA and then we got to get in a car and drive a few hours to get to this small town, right? It's a, that's far, which is fine. I have no issue. I go to Sweden, you know, every year. That's not a problem. I will say a difference though, is the fact that we also have to drive another four hours after being, after being on a plane. Yeah. That's kind of the shitty part. When you go to Sweden, you're on a plane the whole time and then someone comes to pick you up and you go home. Yep. You know what I mean? And the plane is very high quality. It's mm -hmm. great. SAS is shout out to SAS. They mm -hmm. have the prettiest flight attendants, you know, <laughs> they have apparently, you know, great stuff. But so you have the fucking flight that's way up there and then you have the cold, right? I have no issue with the cold, but now we're adding in the flight and the cold. Now we have Kino, like we have all this. And then when we get there, how is the housing situation? You know? And I just feel like, the way my mom wants to lead it is for us, it's like, oh, yeah, just basically give them the minimum, which she's done a really good job. Like last time we were in Vegas, we fucking rolled out the red carpet. We had a great time, right? We had a cabana at the nice hotel, all this and that, babe. But when it comes to Montana, now it's like, oh, yeah, the you can sleep on the fucking floor. Oh, yeah, the food is shit. But guess what? It's okay. It's whatever. It's whatever. So this like discrimination on just because it's some Native American shit. Hey, guess what? It's still a fucked up scenario. This house is still fucked up. Why do I got to go in there? Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn if it's African, white, Irish, black. I don't, I don't care. It's a fucked up house. I'm not staying in it. So let's stay in somewhere that's nicer. And it's just like, oh, well, now this colonizer mindset, right? And then it becomes a little weird because it's like, well, I hate to dig too deep, but it's like, you're not going to sit here and try to educate me on how to be brown. Mm. I've had 23 years of being brown. You've had zero years of being brown. I hate to tell you. Like, I don't want to pull this card up, but if we're talking about a, a color thing, yeah, no, I've figured out how to navigate within this country mm -hmm. and I think I know what's working best for someone in my situation. So guess what? I'm an American. 
Yes, Native American. Yes, African American. Yeah, white, you know, but guess what? American. You go anywhere else on this globe, they go, where are you from? I go, United States. Okay, cool. That's all that matters, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're here in America, you can make it happen as an individual. But when you look, this is the key that I want you to break down for me. When you look at the world with a victim mindset, or you look at it as how the majority is succeeding and then try to use the stats from the majority onto your individual life, something's not going to equal up. Something's not going to line up. So you have my philosophy to where I go, fuck yeah, most people in America aren't making it. That's, that's, that's the reality. Shit's hard, right? You have this humongous wealth imbalance, right? You have this crazy history that's pretty aggressive for people of color, right? Probably the the most aggressive out of anybody else in the globe. And um, yeah, all right, I'm an individual. Oh, Obama did it. All right, an individual did it. Okay, so an individual can do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, yeah, let's, all right, let's uh, get to work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can't, yes, yeah, still worry and try to help, right? But you don't just go, oh my God, all the Native Americans, there's no, no Native Americans have made it in business and finance. So there's no way I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Help me out. Well, I think um, with anything, I think you can't look at you or not you, but like one person and then compare that one person to 50,000 people. Like you have to just be like, oh, well, that country is succeeding. Why am I not succeeding? Mm. When it's like, well, you have to look at if you if you want to compare yourself to someone else, you have to look at one other person then. Or multiple other people, but you have to look at that individual journey. You can't look at the country as a whole because that's just not how it works. Um, and like with the whole, um, just like the the colonizer stuff. Well, yeah. Take this: is you have my mom who has now dedicated her life. She literally moved up to this area to try to restore, right? And then I don't think that. <sighs> there's a 0% chance that she would ever tell a young man right there in her community that she's living in right there, hey, you have this colonized mindset. Mm. You have this thing that's going on. You just you would not be that aggressive towards it. So why is it okay to be aggressive towards me? I'm not aggressive towards you at all. I'm not trying to splash any. I've been nothing but positive for this entire move. I said, hey, let me understand it. I've no, you know, no good opinion. Job. Just and then like, now that you, you just know. now that you you know let me in, I good job. I'm proud of you. Keep it up. If are you living your purpose and you like, know are, are you, you happy? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, you're happy. Do it. Keep doing. Do more of it. All mm-hmm. right. And then now you're asking me, hey, what's going on? And I say, no, I'll go when it's time, when it's ready. Mm-hmm. If you have you know these basic things that are set up. Not asking for a lot, but you know, when we go to Sweden, we don't ask for a lot. But the fucking house is, you know, nice. Everything's taken care of. Like, you, so you just can't compare these things. Well, it's also weird because, like, if if that lifestyle, I have it. She's expecting the Swedish effort without providing the Swedish. It's not even amenities, mm-hmm. but the the framework and the structure. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but now she looks at this and she goes well, why the fuck is it white people? Why is it this? And it's like, 
No, this could be Africa. Hannah could be from Africa. I wasn't looking for somebody that was just, you know, blonde and blue eyes and white skin. It was just, she's pretty. She had a vibe. She's thinking on a global scale. This is where it landed. Very easily could have been somebody my color. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I like beautiful women. It could have been somebody with a Chinese background, mm -hmm. right? So let's say it was China. Let's say you're Asian, right? We're going back to China. There's amenities there. It's everything is the same. It's just instead of being Swedish, it's Chinese. The fuck is the difference? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Help me out. I don't, I just feel like she, there's, and I mean, just, in, I don't want to like fucking, you know, target her, but. Just the situation. Um, yeah. Let's say when you, when you enjoy something and if you're okay with a certain type of standard of living and people you hang out with, totally fine. That's a hundred percent up to you live continue living like that if that is what makes you happy and that's truly how you feel comfortable go ahead but we all don't have the same standards we don't yes. have the same things that make us happy so don't try to force what makes you happy onto someone else because that's just not how it works well, and i like like the fact that you're like we don't expect much i don't I have lived in legit third world yeah. countries. Well, that's what I told my dad too on the phone call that we had. And he was like, yeah, well, we're up to Montana. Yeah, Hannah will like it up here. It's going to be like Sweden. And I was like, oh, actually, I've been to Sweden too. And when I took Hannah up there, she said it was more like Pakistan yeah. and the Middle East during wartime than it was Scandinavia. For sure. So, and you know, we laughed and stuff, but I was like, no, it's legit a third world country yeah. that doesn't have a beach. And you know? like, I am, again, like I've lived in the middle east you know what i mean there was you shit in a hole on in the ground like i've been to places like that my standards are not crazy high i but i want running water i need a clean shower i want a bed yeah that's basically what i need and, and if if some place can't provide that which when we were in montana last time a lot of the places we stayed at couldn't even provide that mm -hmm. i say i'm not going back yeah like, I, I'm not doing that unless I have a comfortable place to stay where I will have a bed, water, shower, food. Like, and that's, I need basic necessities. And if you can't provide that, I'm not going. And I really am not trying to, like you said, target my mom or anything like that. It's just like, I don't could, care who you are. Yeah, I don't care who you are. And that's the thing. Whereas she's like, oh, well, it's something that's maybe white, let's say. Uh, or other or whatever the narrative is oh my god you're expecting Which i don't understand how is how is having clean running water because I, I bet you want that in your house in vegas or wherever you're else you're staying at you would want if you Anywhere. didn't have clean water coming out of your faucet you would throw a hissy fit like everyone else would but it, the, the weird part is that it changes all of a sudden when when we end up in montana yeah and I, that's what throws me off of how the standards drastically change the lens is crazy that's yeah. what's wild because that's me. the thing is my mom uh, out you know like you said in vegas they have a great house in vegas right. a pool pool is always the, clean yeah. water ice in the fridge yeah. like cleanest everything. cleanest pool water my dad says yeah. in the state of nevada right. probably so and then you go oh yeah well we have a house that you can stay at in montana and I go, I already know right now. She already said the fucking house is not ready to have guests in. Like, it's one of those things where it might take a year. It might take two years. Who knows? But this thing that they're building, which I do believe they're going to be successful at. Yeah. Let's say they buy the land. That house is nice. Eventually, it might be five, ten years from now, let's say, to where shit is set up and it's nice. 
That's what I'm waiting for. Right. Don't try to force shit too early to where you go, no, you're still under the construction phases. You don't want people coming over to your house when the fucking wall is blown mm-hmm. out or this is going on, right? Like, it's okay. We can wait. Just um, understand that, like, just because something, I don't know if it's, she looks at it as like, oh, it's a, well, here's a brown area, right? And given the immense amount of trauma that they've had to, um, it's like if a kid gives you a pasta or like, you know, those little pasta necklaces you used to make your mom, mm-hmm, the your mom's like, ones. well, yeah, this is good jewelry given that it's a fucking three-year-old, right. you know, all right, this is the craftsmanship's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right. Versus if like I gave it to you this year, you'd be like, well, why what the, the fuck is, is it not like real jewelry? Go to a jewelry store or something like that. So is that what you think she's kind of looking at it under is, well, because it's native and we've had to go through so much, just being here is like enough. Like, Okay. And then right. you go to Sweden and you're like, oh, well, what are you expecting? Some castle or something? I'm like, no. I mean, if there's, ca- that's nice. Yeah, right. I'll stay in a castle. I'm not going to say no cool. to a castle. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, just good people, good things. Yeah. And then we come up to Montana. People, shit. Like, you know, fucking the, the places we're staying, shit. The food, I guess, shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like nothing. It's all not up to, it's a, a lower standard than we're at right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... What is going on? You factor all that in. Why would I want to do that? Explain to me. Well, it's also weird because I think um, like when we go to Sweden, for example, we have there's beds that are made for us. Mm-hmm. We have uh, our own towels laid out for us. And I'm not saying that we we need to get catered to, but people are putting an effort. People in. are like they want us there. They want us to be comfortable. They um, yeah, like they, you know, really want us being there. When we go somewhere else, if we go to Montana, just like last summer, let's say, there was no bed for us. Yeah. There, Fuck a bed being made. There just wasn't a there bed. There wasn't a bed. Yeah. Um. So it's like, and then like, if we're to go to this house, I don't know if we would even have a bed to sleep on. I don't know. I have no clue cause the because fact the credibility isn't there in the past experience. What I'm basing it off of is there's no bed. There's like... Like there's, there's nothing to where I'm like, oh yeah, hell yeah, let's go. Um, so it's like I don't I don't want to. And then it's almost as that. if as if I'm ungrateful, right? You know what I mean? Oh, now you're you're playing like an ungrateful card. And it's also I feel like, um, even though yeah, we're family, this and that, we are still guests in your home. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they don't treat us as such. And I'm not again, I don't need to be catered to at all, but. It's almost as if like, well, you're family, so you should be okay with anything. And you should be fine. American, when it's like, yeah. that's not really, I, yeah, for sure. I will go through a lot of stuff because we're family for sure. Like I will, you know, that I might not do for people that I don't consider family. But at the end of the day, it's also like, I'm not leaving my apartment where I have a bed, a couch, water, a shower to go to some shithole in an area where they don't have that yeah. unless it is actually like fucking Africa where we are there to help restore water wells. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. But to go to a place that's supposed to be like, Oh yeah, let's spend family time and we're hanging out and yeah. this is our home. And I'm sorry, but th- I'm not like, that's not what that is. That's not, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But when there is a bed and there's an actual like a comfortable place for me to stay a hundred percent, I'll go. I agree. Every day of the week. Like, I will I for would sure. Too. Yeah. Like, it's not the fact that we don't want to go and that, like, oh, no, we don't. We, we're protesting this. Not at all. 
I just want there to be comfortable places. And this, this is to anyone. I don't care who you are. If you're inviting me over to stay with you and like hang out, I need a bed. Mm-hmm. Get me a fucking bed. Yeah. Or an air mattress, like something I need of something I can sleep on. Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, is <coughs> the the kind of part that hit me the most and kind of hurt my feelings was the she thinks that she's doing the right thing of like, oh, yeah, I, I gave them an invite. And then the second half of that invite was also like, oh, well, yeah, if you don't take this invite, you're kind of a piece of shit, basically. And you have this colonized mindset. Yeah, things like that. And it's like. Well, what the fuck was the point of saying that first thing? Mm-hmm. Like, if you, first of all, I don't think you would send this message to anybody, like I said earlier. And then, well, why are you sending it to me and yeah. then expecting me to do that? So if I, let's say, wanted somebody on a fitness journey, right? I had a, I had a friend or a relative and I go, hey, um, you know, I think you should really get some exercise, some daily exercise. And let's just say starting with whatever you can handle. I'm not asking you to run 10 miles, but maybe let's just start walking around the block. Mm. If you're morbidly obese, let's just try to walk around the block. Let's get active, you know, figure out what's going on. Because if you don't, oh, oh no, I don't want to, yo, well, you fat fuck, this and that, like blah, blah, blah. And then you just start shitting on them, basically. It's like, what is going to make that person now go, okay, venture, yeah, let's go walk around the block. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. So when you invite somebody and you leave an open invite, like here's the thing, I invite a lot of people on the podcast, let's say. It's an open invite. I literally just say, hey, I would love to have you on the show, something along those lines. It's not forceful. It's I not think like... you would be a great guest, mm-hmm. but I also want you to know that by not having you on, let's say, the show is still going to literally yeah. continue. There's going to be people on. You're... You know, it, we're not going to ruin, like, we're not going to stop the show for you, right? But <coughs> just know you're invited. I hope you're having a great day. You know, let me know if you got anything going on, basically. Mm-hmm. Not come on the podcast. If you don't come on the podcast, you're a worthless piece of shit. Right. This and that, you know? Mm-hmm. So just weird stuff, you know? Weird stuff, yeah. Let's end on something lighter. That's kind of heavy. Yeah, it was. I was going to be like, well, on that note. <laughs> no, no, let's end on something lighter. Uh, what are you happy about? What are some some things that you're proud about and you're excited about for the future? I am excited about keep doing like social media. Yeah. Like even like when I like took a picture and posted it yesterday, I was like, this is fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like I want to start taking more pictures. I know I do a lot of like TikToks and stuff. Like, well, not a lot, but like I do TikToks and stuff and like youtube but i want to start taking more pictures and like just spending a little more time on that is the hardest part just starting yeah and like because it unless i'm going somewhere and i just like hey i want a picture but i still want to get ready now it's like i gotta get ready for it you know what i mean like pick an outfit like things like that um but i think i mean i do enjoy it i really do enjoy it i think it's fun it's creative i like being creative so that's something I'm excited for. I got you. You said put clothes on and obviously my brain automatically goes like take clothes off, mm-hmm. right? I just have options. That's the way I work. How much money would it take for you to do OnlyFans? How much monthly, let's just say a, a year then, fuck a month. Like if you had a guaranteed like, hey, this year. If I made a million October, dollars a month, I would do it. Yeah. Would you do like requests and stuff too? Or are you in full control? So a million 
for like naughty requests like hey i want you to pee in a bag and mail it to me see i wouldn't do all that that's kind of degrading but like okay if you're like can i see your toes like things like that i would do it but whatever if you're oh, paying well, me for like no, a million no, you're dollars either, you're month. either doing requests or no requests so a million for no requests or a million for requests no requests if i could do no requests and i still get a million dollars just putting oh, a feed yeah. out okay so how much are you gonna have to take now for requests five five for the year okay I like no that. for the month for five million for the month yeah so i said like, i said one million a month for oh, one million a month oh wow hannah you're doing a, i thought it was a year my bad you're doing a million a month huh i like it you're worth that i think you deserve that mm-hmm. for sure that's and right then five million a month for like pooping in a package and mailing it mm-hmm. and stuff like that oh wow customized too like this is for you yeah. fred yeah right <laughs> mm-hmm. i like that and that's then, amazing Oh, no, I'm not going to go that way. That's kind of gross. Never mind. What are you happy about? What I are really want to. All right. I really want to know what you're going to say, though. No, it's okay. It was crazy. All right. I'll stick to the cra- You could whisper it in my ear and then I'll say it. Maybe we'll talk about it off mic then. Yeah. Remember it. All right. <laughs> um, what was I going to talk about, though? What are you happy oh, about? What are you uh, excited about? Yes, I'm happy. I'm going to give you mine after this, though. But here's what I want to know. Yesterday, before, watch that cord. Before. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. It's still going. You got to move the cord. Love you yesterday i um oh shit should i pause it real quick hold on do you hear it you good Mm -hmm. nice so yesterday i was a little aggressive i don't know i was just like to hurry up and get us to the jet ski thing right like i wanted to keep us on time we got there everything worked out but the pressure that i was putting on you as far as the hardest part is just getting started for you and your content creation I don't know what this vlog is going to turn out. It could be something really nice that you're happy with. It could be just a complete bust, right? I'm okay with either one. I'm just happy that you did try and attempt, right? Now, I'm not one of those participation trophy fucking guys, Mm -hmm. but I do understand the process of building something great, and you do have to try every Mm -hmm. single day your best and, you know, create your process. So my point is, looking back now at how I handled me trying to assist you in starting because it didn't seem like you were going to create a vlog due to the unknowns that you had. However, I'm an expert in the activity that we were going to do. I have Mm. a lot of miles under my belt and hours under my belt, hundreds of hours. What I was 100% confident that you could have made something that you're happy with. How do you think I attacked that? And I need some tips and some pointers on how I can get better. I think you should have explained that more. Okay. to me and just reassured me that like still not like forcing me to do a vlog or anything but my because my hesitation was and it happens a lot when i vlog or film or whatever it's like i don't know how it's gonna turn out mm. like if i'm like hey i'm running errands i know it'll turn out fine like i know that because i've done it multiple times before it's like a control. i understand the vibe like i know it'll turn out fine but when i'm doing something unknown I'm like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Awesome. So, Pause right there. And don't forget what you're going to say. I like, we're opposite then. Mm-hmm. I only am interested in the videos and making content where I don't know how it's going to turn mm-hmm. out. That might be podcasts. I love having guests over because I don't know how it's going to turn out. Either that person's going to be a dud or it'll be a super interesting and I make a new friend that I want to talk to afterwards, mm-hmm. right? And develop relationships. Um... If I was me doing grocery stores or me doing like a workout video, I already know how the workout goes. I kind of know I'm not super interested in that. I want to do like, oh, hey, we're traveling to 
the Am- I don't know, something crazy, but like we're going to this part of Sweden I've never been, the Ice Hotel in Sweden, right? I kind of have a framework. I know what I'm thinking about. I'm going to experience the Ice Hotel. Mm-hmm. I want to make a video behind that. Whereas you have a small amount of anxiety going, well, fuck, I don't know if we're going to get the right footage for the Ice Hotel. We only have one shot maybe to kind of make it at the Ice Hotel. It's limited time. I can't just like scrap the video and then go back, right? So what do you think? Am I, I think, accurate in that? I think with that is a little bit different. I think I would be more comfortable doing that. Okay. But being on the water, we're going really fast. I can't. I don't want to lose my camera in this damn water. Yeah. I think those factors kind of played into it of like, I don't, that's why I'm like, I don't know how it's going to turn out. And I was coming at it to where I go, I've taken thousands of photos mm-hmm. on the back of this fucking jet ski, haven't even... I've come close to dropping my phone maybe once, right? right? So I know I can get whatever you need help with right? with my eyes closed. Yeah. But you didn't know that at that time. Yeah, because I don't think, well, I mean, it's not that I don't think you didn't explain that well. Um, Like you didn't, I feel like you should have instead been more supportive and reassuring of like, hey, it's okay. Like I've I've done this so many times. Like I've taken so many videos and pictures. Um, I promise it'll be fine. We will slow down if you want to take footage. I'm not going to go crazy and speed up so you fall off. Like, yeah, I that reassurance would have helped a lot. And it's like, I'm not, yeah, I dick around on the back of a jet ski a lot, but I don't want to spend $1,000 on a new camera. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm going to go slow and make sure shit isn't damaged. So yeah. I understand is I was treating, so yeah, we're just like, how do you receive it? That's what I'm trying to ask is how do you receive it so that I can shoot the shot? How you'll receive it on the first try, hopefully next time. Versus trying to take three or four different ways to finally get it, you know, Mm -hmm. the painful way. So definitely that really helps. And I was more taking the angle of like, just listen to me and it'll work out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, maybe you could do that, but you're also not going to be 100% bought into that. So if I can find a way to get you 100% bought into the goal versus being 70%, you know, I'm assuming it's going to work and then 30% Mm -hmm. resentful. Yeah, we got the video, but how about we both have a good time doing it? Yeah. You know, so I apologize for that. But I guess just being more, more, I was almost trying to argue and be like, well, what the fuck are the three things that are keeping you from doing this? Mm. You give me the three things and I'm just like, answer, answer, answer. Okay, let's go. Versus like, all right, let's actually take mm-hmm. the time to do this. Because like I still wanted to film and I and I wanted to make a video because it's a fun time mm-hmm. um, going. Like you would, I think it would be a fun video to watch and make you know, mostly, but I was just unsure of how it would turn out. So I think in that scenario, you being more like, I'm not saying tell me, have a whole presentation, show me a portfolio of your videos and pictures. I have a clicker. I'm like slide one. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't need all that, but just being more like, Hey, it's okay. Like we'll slow down. We're not going to go as fast. Um, you know, we can get some really good photos, pictures. I've taken multiple photos and pictures, like just being more reassuring. I think that would have helped. Yeah. And I just, I also want you to know, like, I'm mean on a jet ski. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking slicing. Like, I'm really talented on the back of a ski. Like, so I'm so comfortable there that it makes me happy finally kind of doing something to where, like, oh, I get to take a buddy along. Like, mm-hmm. this is super cool. Right. And obviously, you're not the most thrill seeking like that. So that's fine. And we'll, Probably next time we'll put you on a different jet ski as well. We'll we'll see if we can find, you know, a a different way to kind of swap and maybe like do things that way. I can just do donuts the whole time and like, you know, we'll see if we can rotate. But 
that was super fun and receiving how you receive information is there anything else that was like just basically spend more time and put a bigger effort in it and how do i ask sort of what are the because you said i you saw i did a good job in sort of kind of the spidey senses of like oh i already kind of asked if she was going to vlog i didn't like tell her to vlog or anything and Mm -hmm. then she kind of seemed a little apprehensive okay well I've seen some great Jet Ski to Catalina videos so far, and I think that Hannah can really put her fingerprint on it and make a cool one. How do I now, what is the language that I should use to just, hey, I, I, like, I think I did good with the language, right? Yeah, or I just because I just feel like if you see that I'm unsure of something, ask questions. And, and I think okay. this is kind of our issue in like other areas too of like. Well, sexually. Well, what? Not at all. Intimately in the um, bedroom. Go ahead. Of just like you start to assume right away instead of asking questions and trying to figure it out through the questions and answers. Instead, you want to either assume or you maybe put your own twist on it. And that's where I think the miscommunication happens of you're not like you. You think that I'm feeling a certain way or have these thoughts or whatever. But because you didn't ask me. It's not always the tr- that's you know that's not always how it is. Yeah, and I think I'm trying to obviously unwire a hundred percent of that, mm-hmm. but and I've done I think ninety percent of it from yeah. like when you oh, met for sure. me for sure. Just do the household and the environment and stuff like trauma mm-hmm. stuff like that definitely. But I yeah I can do really good. I do think that. we get I did get a good video though. Well, that's great to yeah. hear. Yeah. I'll look at the footage and I'll see. Sounds good. Yeah, but I feel pretty confident. We'll end on what I'm super thankful for and happy, other than your cute toes right <laughs> there. Um, I think I'm most proud right now of understanding that I am on the right track mm-hmm. of sort of kind of finding what makes me happy and what I want to do and um, continuing like my process of sort of linking everything business-wise, relationship-wise, personal-wise, and we're doing a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. I really like what we're building here. Think about this. I, I think it's a very small percentage of just people who, A, have a podcast in general of like, yeah, sure, oh my God, there's like a million gajillion podcasts out there, right? But this is different. This is what we're trying to do here is not even really build a show. Like I said, I'm just trying to selfishly learn from people that we have on, selfishly learn from you. And I think that as we are kind of getting to episode 100 here, I told you I wanted zero opinion of the show for the first 100 episodes. I said, I don't even care. We could sit on here and fucking fart for 20 minutes. And as long as we put it out, I think by episode 100, it'll be something really good. This is episode 80, and I'm really proud of what we do. Mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about what I'm doing here and you're doing. I love listening. I'm a fan of the show. I don't listen to myself talk, obviously, because I'm here and I kind of remember the episodes. But whenever you have people on, mm-hmm. I, it's my – as soon as it's out, you know, I purposely will go for a walk with Kino just to, like, hear get it. some – Yeah, just to hear it. I'll purposely be like, oh, let me clean the dishes, and while I'm doing that, we can put it on. So – I hope that you're having a good time. And like I said, you know, you don't have to push it as hard as I push it. Mm -hmm. You just have to push it as hard as you want to push it. So no pressure. If you see 20 people that I bring on, don't feel like this is any less of your show Mm -hmm. or like anything. I I just want you to know that I'm a fucking addict. And when I do something, I want to 
blow through it. That's mm-hmm. why I love cleaning the dishes because now I know there's not a fucking oh there is a dish. God damn it. <laughs> there's not a single in that kitchen. There's not the a kitchen. fucking dish in that sink right now that needs cleaning. And that means I won. I defeated mm-hmm. the dishes, right? That's so right. I'm gonna go clean that one right after. You're like, that's my car. Co- it's gonna be in your hand in the morning, still hot. And I'm like, yeah. give me that goddamn dish. <laughs> Drink it out the pot. All right. Yeah. But thank you for helping me kind of think about some of those thoughts because I'm getting a lot better at not judging. Mm. Like I really am not getting angry. I think I used to get angry at my mom, things like that. I'm not angry at her at all. I'm just sort of um, acting based on the live data that I have as it's coming in. I go, well, I, I don't agree with that, let's say. And this is like right now. This isn't like, oh my God, five years ago you did this thing and I didn't like it. And like, no, I'm talking about, if we're talking about a relationship and we're building it and we're talking about the, hi, my name is, right? And I think that might be the name of the book that's coming out. Like, hi, my name is whatever Mm. or something. It's like, this is your adult child. You really have to just start it. You might have to just, what do you think? Kind of burn that house down or something and build a new one on top of it or transition it or do something like that. Because you can't judge me off of shit that I was 16. Mm. If you're still putting data, like, oh my God, this guy didn't like onions when he was 16. Well, guess what? I like onions now, you know? Oh, but what's the change? Well, don't put an adult lens on a 16-year-old, right? Just wait until now I'm a functioning adult trying. And if I need help on something, either, yeah, help me or, you know, hey, I'm unable to help you right now. That's totally okay. But the last thing I need is, um, yes, I'm going to help you. And then you fucking shit on the situation. Yeah. That's the, that parents, it's yeah, that's something that. I'll never do with my kids Mm-mm. though. So yeah. yeah. What do you think? I think, I think with, um, with, with parents and when their children grow up and become like adults and like independent, it's, you're in a whole different situation. It's almost like you have a whole different person that you are now interacting with. It's a, it's a different, it's a new relationship. It's a different relationship and you don't treat all relationships the same like i don't treat our relationship the same way i treat me and Filipa's relationship like it's different relationships because we're all very different yeah so and, and you were very just like i was very different from you know when i was 16 to now it's a different relationship that you have to treat accordingly i don't even treat you the same way that i treated you three years no. ago let's say i don't assume that oh this is a confidence thing or this is a thing like i I have to get updated every single yeah. time of like, can because you? Because we all change, we all grow, we all have new experiences, we all move. Like there's, there's so much that changed just within a year and stuff too. Of like, shit changes, so you can't treat everything the same as it. You know, just because I was this way when I was sixteen, you know, a majority of cases I'm not that same person now. So you I have to treat it. it as a different relationship and actually work on that. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm sure the next episode, this was like pretty deep and heavy, kind of the whole episode. We're going to talk about, come back next week for butt cracks and tacos, all right? That's what we'll talk about. But I love you. I love you very much. And I hope you're enjoying your recovery day. Yeah. Am I going to get more massages? Yeah. How how long do you want your next massage for? Three. I'll do three. Oh. (laughs) And then we'll meet in the middle. So what's in the middle of three and 30? Fucking, is it so like, 20, is was it that 27? It'll be like 10, 13 and a half. 13, yep, 13 and a half minutes. Sold. All right, bye. Bye. Love you.